0: You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtonomedia.com.
1: Alright, so you're wondering how do I listen to you guys live? How do I check it out? Well, good news, we stream every Wednesday, 9 p.m. over on Twitch. NerdDux N-E-R-D-D-U-X, or Nerd to Know Media on YouTube or Twitch. That's how you're going to go to catch us. Hope to see you in the live chat.
0: Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications
2: tool used the world over where people
3: can come together to feature bad movies and share pornography. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock
2: s s is in, talk is out, never miss communication It's over 9,000!
1: My name is Foxy The falls are in there
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nerd 2 No Basis here on no- Phoenix 92.5 FM. I am here, of course, joined once again with Bryn. Yo! And Dara. Ahoy! How are you boys doing? How's your week been? Yeah, doing good, doing
3: good. Just uh, keep, uh, just keep just trying to keep up with the uh, E3 news, but I've been failing miserably, uh, as is uh, my usual idiom at this point.
0: There's there's a lot. We'll uh I, I, I'm sitting here with a with a numbered list in front of me, but uh Dara, I think quickly before we jump into the, the big chunky meat of news, uh you uh you you saw film recently.
1: I did. Uh first of all, the the, the zoom lady's voice is different. She said something different this time. And I'm like, just when I was getting used to it one time, she goes and changes it like a like a like a so and so, like a like a scamp. Damn you, Gladys. Um absolutely. <laughs> but um yeah i did I, I braved the cinema and um i'm really happy to be back in the cinema i must say because i i love the cinema you know and not just because they made me money but also because um i just like the cinema uh, amc to the moon of course you know remember amc um take a note and- of course. Absolutely. But yeah, no, I, I really, I'm someone who loves the experience of going to the cinema. And, um, you know, even to watch Garbage, like I will literally go see the worst film I can just to go to the cinema. So to be able to go back, it was cool. It was in our local cinema here on Blanchetown. For the listeners, um, the radio station that we're on, um, it's actually right beside the, the cinema. So uh, shout out to Odeon and Blanchetown. Weird being back because, like, you have to book everything through the app now. And when you, like, there's certain movies you can't go to because you fill up. And when you're there, it's, it, you know, it's maybe like a third full or something like that. But still, a really good experience. Um Fair play to all the staff there. They, you know, were doing all the the, the, the virus protection stuff and all that, all that kind of thing. So I thought it was a good experience. You know, it was weird because, like, it's the only place that's indoors. They that don't have to wear a mask which I'm like all right yeah that's cool whatever it's just strange cuz then it kind of poses the question to how weird some of these restrictions are cuz it's like right you can't eat indoors but you can eat popcorn in the cinema indoors i think so. um, uh, i think this,
0: uh, I, I think the specifics are that you can you still have to wear the mask but you just have you can take it off to eat
1: No, that's not true. No, so you you, no, no, you wear the mask coming and going from your seat, but as you're in the seat, you don't wear the mask. Mm -hmm. You can if you want to. I think that's
3: because you're so social, that's because you're supposed to be so socially distant that it's not an an issue. Yeah, because like that was, yeah, you are. Yeah, back last, uh, uh, back at Christmas, I went to Muppet Christmas Carol in Lighthouse, and it was Mm -hmm. a similar setup where like once you got to your seat, you were like at least two and a half meters away from anyone else.
1: So, yeah, and look, if, and look. Know. To be fair, I, I, look, you know, this is probably gonna stick around for a little while, or maybe until August, and then stuff might come back. But look, if if it is what it is, that's you know, it's fine. It's mm. just what I would say if, if you're going to the cinema, just you know, for the bigger movies, book ahead. Um, like by book ahead, I mean like a week ahead. Um, but the movie I, I myself, and my dad went to go see was a movie called Nobody. Now here's the thing. I wasn't expecting much from all, from any of this. This is from um, it's from the director of John Wick, but it's with it's your, man yeah, yeah, it's your man from Better Castle. Yeah, it's your man from Better Castle, and I really like the the, the show Better Saul. I like it more than Breaking Bad, but um, mm. it's just a good flick. Now I will mm. say, right, it's very predictable. It's one of the most predictable films you'll ever see. However, it's extremely enjoyable. Like it is literally paint. By the numbers, John Wick rip off without all the seriousness of John Wick. It's more like a, a, a comedy, lighthearted John Wick.
3: But yeah, I, it's I, I've, extremely I've seen, enjoyable. I've seen I've seen reviews where basically people said there was like a perfect median point between Taken and John Wick.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. I don't, it doesn't feel like Taken at all because all the all, there's I no stakes in it. I
3: think it's more like just like the alluding more to like. The expectations of what's going to happen because, like, when taken came out, people were like, Oh, I didn't know Liam Neeson could do an action movie, you know? Yeah, and, it's like, kind of like that. And yeah. Ben yeah. Odenkirk being like, Oh, I didn't know Ben Odenkirk could do an action movie, you know?
1: Here's the thing, though, you totally buy him in it, though. Mm. Uh, you know, you, you totally buy him in it as far as the way the whole movie set up and what happens in it. At no point are you sitting going, This is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, uh, by the way, you the know. Thought- not Ben yep. Odin, oh, Bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, Bob But
1: I did. we'd be
0: raked over the coals. <laughs> yeah, I can't I yeah, can't yeah. let it, yeah, yeah. um I you know I've seen like the ads <laughs> for it. it looked like a lot of fun. I did not realize it was the same director as John Wick. Because yeah. I looked at it all like, oh, it's a it's a John Wick rip. Didn't realise the same guy. That's no. very fun.
1: <laughs> I'd say it's look to be fair, John Wick is a better movie for loads of reasons, but it's a heavier movie. This is just a fun ninety-minute film that you don't feel like going at all. Like if it zips through, you know. And when I go to cinema with my dad, uh, he usually falls asleep all the time. He said to wait the entire time for this one, so that's a success, you know, in and of itself. Um, yeah, man. Like I'd say, look, if you're looking for it, I would say go for it. Uh, it's it, it's a movie that wasn't full, obviously, because of things. Everyone had a good time. Um, it it is violent, but not like as I said. There's no weight to it, so it's not like it doesn't have the same impact of visceral violence of like even John Wick. It's it's a lot more like yeah, loads of people die and get killed and stuff. But you know, it's one or two parts where you're like, oh, that was violent, but it's all for good cause, you know.
0: It's a popcorn flick.
1: Uh, The definition of one The (laughs) definition of a popcorn flick And um, I would say look You know If you're looking for something To do this weekend Absolutely go see You'll have a great time I hear it's better than The new Conjury movie Which I'm going to see On Saturday So I haven't seen that yet Um, But yeah look I'm off this week My plan is to see Every single movie In the cinema that I can Um, So I'll have a full rundown Of all the movies I'd imagine But yeah Go Uh, see this flick It is good
0: I might have a look at that because uh, my local uh, IMC is open back up, and I also went to the cinema over the week. <laughs>
2: uh, What'd you
0: the new, I went to see the, the Demon Slayer movie. So, oh I, yes, the yes, first yes, thing yes, I yes, see yes. after a year and a half of not going to cinema, of course, is anime. I've got a brand. It's what I do. Uh, it's very good, by the way. And um, if. Like I watched Demon Slayer and I thought it was, I thought it was fine. Not the most outstanding show in anime. Not nearly, uh, I don't think it nearly lives up to the hype of the fact that it is the highest, one of the highest selling manga series and just the most popular goddamn show right now. But the movie is very, very good. It's top stellar animation. (laughs) And hey, it's a two hour flick as well. So it's a long anime movie, but it's got like a, a, a midpoint twist that had me laughing out loud.
1: <laughs> Disappointing. The dis- I actually really wanted to go see that, but it was completely sold out. See, that's the so thing. I think like cinemas, it
0: was we went like, when I went to it, it was, uh, it was in like the smallest screen in the IMC. Like, for- right. so mm. I'd say like it's selling out because there's like 10 people going. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm sure those 10 people had a wonderful time. I, I did I did, but uh, like it looks like it's it, it looks like it's got a wider release than any other anime than any, uh, any anime film I've seen. So like, keep an eye on the listings. I'm sure one will open up eventually. It looks like they're running it they're, they're screening it for a while, probably because sure. most cinemas don't have much else right. Yes, so they haven't. Um, That's fair.
1: That's a fair point too.
0: But uh, of course, since we last recorded, the most notable thing that has happened was, of course, uh, E3. Mm. Which I did my due journalistic uh, diligence and watched most of the conferences. <laughs> Why? Because I've got nothing better to do and I am a shield capitalism.
1: Um uh, that's that's fair. Mm. That's fair.
0: Also there I, I... were there were some of them that I was excited about that underwhelmed. Um but anyway, I I know I was talking to Bryn before uh, recording, mm. uh, and Bryn had informed me that he has not followed this at all. So this yeah. this, this show tried, right, I've, here... I've
1: tried to, but then I've just gone like, oh, no, don't. I so
0: so it's so it's said, like this show right here is your E3 run day. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, I, and mine too. Can I say I I, I was about
0: to I ask. Have... I was about to ask what your uh, what your kind of how you're running into this now.
1: So I I haven't got excited about the gaming things. Uh, or gaming media in general since watchdogs. And then, then Cyberpunk brought me back in. Mm. So you know you've I been heard too many times. Yeah, I just don't <laughs> buy them. And then when I dropped in, I I don't buy and you know, nowadays everyone is pushing something, it's mm. attack this, attack that. I'm offended, you're offended, we're all offended, you know. And I'm just like, ugh. Literally, because I dropped in, I was like, what's going on? And the only thing I saw was some lad talking about increased needs for diversity or something and i'm like oh right, you dropped
0: into the take two conference yeah
1: i'm like oh, what I, are you I, talking about I, like. I,
0: it's one of the ones i didn't watch i caught the cliff notes on that and it sounded more like a shareholder
1: meeting than a, literally than a that, God, that you, that, that's the that's the bit that annoyed me i'm like <laughs> this is what you do at shareholder meetings no one okay. cares dude
0: that's <laughs> okay yeah to start with yeah there's the handful uh to start with there's a half full i did not watch the take two conference when i read the cliff notes it sounded dull dry and boring as hell and nothing got announced so i was like nah i'm not wasting an hour a half on that uh, i it's also like didn't bought- watch ubisoft because spit to those guys all their games are derivative and the same thing and they harbor sex offenders
1: Mm, yeah, spit to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, uh, see, sorry, Chris. What were you saying? I was going to say
3: like, a... you know, like th- that that kind of uh, com- that kind of conference. It's like they bought time and deliberately decided not to advertise anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I was sitting there the entire time weird.
1: going, "When are they getting to the fireworks factory?" And then they just wheel out someone who's our chief diversity officer. I'm like, "Are you going to talk about the video games?" Mm. No. You know, when are we getting to the fireworks factory? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, it was just, it just never. Happened. Uh, we're getting to the fireworks factory at the Nintendo conference. That <laughs>
1: yeah. but- well, see,
0: that's on brand. That's on brand for
1: for them. You know, yeah,
0: it makes but sense. Before we get to that, I think that's that's going to be our that's that's our end point. We'll we'll cut, we'll put a pin in that. We're gonna run. I think we'll we'll run somewhat chronologically. Uh, because the first big conference was uh, Jeff Keighley. He did one kind of outside called uh, Summer Games Fest, which had a few kind of small announcements. I'm just going to be running kind of just uh, best headlines, my kind, of, uh, my kind of favorite things that I noticed from a handful of these conferences. Obviously, do listen listener on YouTube. If, you, uh, if there's something I didn't mention that you guys got really excited about, do drop us a comment. Please engage with us and get vitriolically angry about things I'm excited about.
1: Uh, but no, the,
0: uh, no, please don't. <laughs>
1: no, please.
0: <laughs> uh, so that had a few kind of small announcements. Uh, one of them was Kojima doing a director's cut for Death Stranding, and I'm like, no, I played it once. Don't make me do it again.
1: Also, I don't know wh- why that happened. I was like, what are you? What are you doing? Nobody wants this. Stop teasing everybody.
0: And it, it was all. It, there was no homage to Metal Gear One. I'm like, ah, oh, I. Mm, yeah, very complex. He's a, har- on he's that a horrible
1: man. He's a horrible man to
0: do that. To people. Uh, but the big, the big, big announcement from the Summer Games Fest show was uh, the gameplay trailer for Elden Ring, uh, the new FromSoft-developed game by Miyazaki, Ooh. by Takay Miyazaki. Uh, and the big got a note- Google ad for that just this morning, and it looks mm. stunning. Uh, it looks of course, so the big thing, which was announced years ago. Uh, before development began was that miyazaki co-wrote this game with george rr martin
1: oh that yeah. is interesting yeah
0: as mm. uh, and yeah no the trailer it looks like a next gen dark souls game but it's got this this kind of it's, it's got a very open world vibe and mm. uh, where you have kind of got a lot more mountain travel it looks like you've got a bit more kind of uh, upward mobility, kind of jump button, leap buttons, like Sekiro. So it it looks like it's kind of bringing a lot of these things in, and looks very very cool. Yeah, it looks uh, like it's got like a uh, lot of um, of like heavy high fantasy
3: uh, elements in it, which just is fantastic. It just looks like it's going to be incredible to play.
0: Yeah, like it it looks like a much bigger, it looks like a much larger scale Dark Souls game mm. and I am all about that.
1: And that's what's kind of needed now. Dark Souls, I think that was the problem with it um, when I was playing the second one. I'm kind of like
3: Well, the second one's kind of regarded this. as the one that's not worth playing. So Black Sheep.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, but what I mean is like, you know, after I played it, I was like, I don't want to play this again. You know, like I want to play one of these games again because it's kind of walled in. So now that, and even with Bloodborne, because I was playing Bloodborne, I'm like, "This is cool," but it always felt very oppressive. So now to hear that they're going to open it up to a much more wider fantasy experience, I guess, is very exciting. And very timely. Mm. You know, it's it's what's what's needed.
0: So that's that's okay. We're we're going to pick up the pace here because I've got a few things I want to <laughs> run down as well. So <laughs> absolutely. Uh... Uh, so after Summer Games Fest, uh, there was the Devolver Digital Conference, who are every single year one of the absolute highlights because they are not in any way affiliated with E3 as a as a corporate as a as an entity, and just do their own thing. They're very kind of indie dev that just make a short film and also announce games during it. <laughs> Uh, And it's all just satire on the games industry as a whole. Like this entire one was a half an hour that was just taking the mick out of uh, subscription services and passes. It is wonderful. I actually, I implore you to go back. I think they've been doing it five years now. All of them should be on YouTube. Watch them because they have a running plot line through them that basically is just pulling things out of Terminator. It's excellent. (laughs)
1: Love it.
0: Uh, but also from that, we also got some, some more kind of games and Uh The big kind of showstopper for Devolver is, of course, Shadow Warrior. And they showed off a lot of gameplay for Shadow Warrior 3, which just looks like Doom. And that's great because Doom is great and Shadow Warrior is great because it's like Doom. Mm. Uh, but then also a handful of just kind of weird stuff. Uh, the one that really jumped out at me was one called Inscription, where it looks like a but you're playing a shadow entity across the table in a very kind of dark esoteric and spooky, uh, but you could also get it from the table and do like escape room puzzles. It's, it looks strange. I, I definitely think i get the trailer for that one because it, like, it kind of cuts to like different kind of multimedia things, some live action stuff, some pixel stuff. It looks bizarre and exactly the kind of bizarre I like. Um. But yeah, the Devolver panel was just a hit all the way through. And uh, I, I kind of i don't want to go into more into it other than just say um, it looks very much like space, right? To be honest, I'm not actually 100% kind of sold on this because Bethesda games have been on the major decline for the past couple of years in terms of quality. Uh, however, I think I, I'm intrigued to see how this turns out since the Microsoft acquisition.
1: That's fair. Because that fair. I, that's a fair point.
0: I think now with kind of with, with daddy Phil Spencer with his thumb on the scales, I think Bethesda will have to get there get themselves in gear and really up that output.
3: <laughs> Maybe yeah. finish a game for once. You know, Maybe that's...
0: finish a game before putting it out. Yeah. Uh, so, that's like, so I'm not super excited about the game itself, mostly because we have a Fallout game in space and it's called the Outer Wilds and it's great. <laughs> or the Outer Worlds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I keep getting mixed up. One, it was a very different game.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know, I mean, they're almost the same word. So, yeah. Uh, and the other big announcement was that Starfield is actually going to be an Xbox slash PC exclusive. Which Oof. I think they which I think they need because they kind of don't have any but Halo.
1: Still a hundred percent not buying a new Xbox or PlayStation 5.
0: Yeah, but you now have fancy PC.
1: That's I, know,
0: true. I know we were only talking about this beforehand about you not liking playing games on your PC. But like that's at least kind of the vector I, I think Microsoft are good at is all of their stuff also coming to PC.
1: Yeah, like it's just I don't know, dude. <laughs> There's still there's nothing that's like oh my god I need to I need to buy this you know and it, it, it's it's weird because usually I go through this phase where it happens you know and I'm like oh, okay I'll, you know hold on one second
3: um yeah like just to kind of shadow in there like I I think I think it's very easy to get disillusioned with um it's very easy to get disillusioned with like newer titles coming out.
1: You know. Yeah, it's not even that. Sorry, I had to sneeze. Hay fever is really like bad. No I don't worries. know if you guys have it. I don't know if you guys get hay fever or not, but it's a horrific season. My heart goes out to anyone who has hay fever listening. Mm. Um, look, it's not even that. I could understand if it was that. It's more just a case of, you know, and this is, are you, you know, I, I think we talked about this briefly before as well. Any game that's came out recently, and by recently, I mean since the current generation. So like hasn't really been... years. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, because I got a PS4 about three years ago, and I have something like seventy games or something like that, mm. and they're all the same game, with the exception of one or two. And what I mean is, like, you'll have your great anime game, you'll have your great fighting game, you'll have your great shooter, you have your great, you know, whatever. And they'll be your, your standout games that you go to. But the majority of them, and, you know, even, you know, even with Ubisoft, like, you know, one Assassin's Creed is another Assassin's Creed. Now, I've recently picked up Valhalla because the, the DLC is in Ireland, and it's actually quite a fun game. But it's the same game. It's the same game as Watchdogs, which is a really fun game. It's the same game as Black Flag. It's the yeah. same game as Unity. It's the same, you know, and these are just, it's just more of the same. It's a free just iteration different
3: things. the whole time, too.
1: Yeah, okay, I know oh, you're picking Ubisoft. Okay, it's a shameless as uh, Shadow of War. It's the same as, you know, even Spider-Man in some ways. Yeah. When you're walking around Spider-Man, it's the same game. Now, there are some outliers, like Ghost of uh, uh, Turoshima is apparently great, I haven't played it yet, Um. I, I, I've enjoyed certain games I've enjoyed the Mortal Kombat Cyberpunk I will get back to When it's fixed I know I know <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still what, f-
0: Five years down Like yeah. I think uh, Though yeah Like there, there is a lot uh, Of derivation uh, For sure But like And yeah Like you can point out Spider-Man But I think it's, it's Particularly with something Like Spider-Man It's what it does To improve And fine tune That formula To make it stand out in say that open world genre, dude, I don't
1: even think it does that. I no. like I, 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 the first one, fair enough, but then you saw the second, one, or you know, which should have just been DLC, and it just died a little bit of a death, you know. And if I hadn't been able to do that from the get go, if I hadn't been able to actually grab these kind of people, fine. It's just I don't think it does this, man. I just don't think it, it's it actually is really um, you know as ground, as groundbreaking as it was like to be fair the most groundbreaking game that I played on the PS4 you know was one that cost me 5 euro and it's Deus Ex 2 the, well not Deus Ex 2, Deus Ex uh, Mankind Divided mm. because that actually did break the mold, it took this huge thing into a small, uh, huge world into a small little open hub and ended these missions with infinite replayability I've replayed that game 4 times and it's still fantastic. And no but other that. Games that's, that also, form, that's also you know?
3: like one of the rare games that actually rare role playing games where you actually have choices that matter.
1: Absolutely, you know? yeah.
3: Like I'm playing, I'm playing back um, through. Uh, I'm playing the Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition. And what's like, what's re- like, what really irritates me about that game is how little. Like what what irritates me about those ga- that series of games is how little your choices <laughs> actually matter in the scheme of things because like i mean you get little bits and pieces that make the experience going from from the first game to the second game to the third game that make it a much more richer experience than if you just started at the third game but that you know again when it comes to games where you have player choice it'd be nice to feel like the choices you make actually matter somewhat like and I think it's it's one of those things with like open world games now where the the formula for them is so is so exposed that like it's like um it's like it's like the way that like um that certain uh, the like it's the way that certain uh, comedy genres in film uh towards like the late 90s and early 2000s like between like a you're kind of like um, your uh, your films that would have been uh, marketed towards like uh, marketed towards uh, women, and and the uh, films that were marketed towards uh, men uh, men in their their college age, around college age would just have the would uh, you could basically watch a film and within five minutes you'd know exactly how that film is going to play out just from how it goes and the same things happen to open world games now where it's just like oh okay so there's a base there now. Okay, so that's what I have to do. Okay. And then there's there's a fetch there's a uh, there's a fetch thing that I can do for the guts of this game. Okay. And then there's, you know, you just see these things rattle off and you're like, but what's the point in this? You know, like Spider-Man was one of the better ones in that because it actually had a world I wanted to explore. But I mean, I like I can't think of Um, I can't think of a single other open world where I really wanted to explore. Like, Far Cry, the Far Cry games, I want to hunt, but I want to hunt to upgrade my gear. I don't care about where I'm going to do it, you know? I don't care that I'm going to find a rune or whatever, you know what I mean? That's the difference. To me, that's the difference, is that, like, you know, these games, they're not, like, a lot of these open world games, they don't really have something that makes me want to do exploration,
0: and I think you need to have that for the game to it's actually you need, you need an investment though. factor funnily enough actually yes. with bioware with as you said, with the mass effect ones i not so long ago actually played uh played dragon age inquisition for the first time
3: mm.
0: and that game i think what you were saying with that with the mass effect games dragon age inquisition uh really makes you feel like your chat your the, the those choices you make actually do matter mm. and they do to a to a fairly certain extent like they you, the, the choices you make will wildly diverge how that game branches out mm. uh, into just severely different, like, st- plot lines. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I know the Dragon Age community in particular, it is a, like, I clocked in 90 hours thereabouts. I'm not just one playthrough just going down that one thing. My partner has sank hundreds because she will get to a point. Stop replay. Just restart the entire thing. I'd be like, "What happens if I go this way?" I just all entirely different plot lines. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um,
3: though. The, yeah, uh, my major issue I had with uh, with Dragon Age Inquisition was more just the amount of micromanagement I had to do over inventory. <laughs> just
0: drove me insane. Um, yeah, that's fair. I don't blame you. I think I just I think that was that was the point where I just uh, just kind of zoned it. I think they I think they 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 did. Uh, Make shortcuts for shortcuts for it at one point, but it was yeah. very Yeah, I know I know as well like for the PC. Oh, person, did you?
3: <laughs> there are there are mods to make it more streamlined and everything, but I just was like, Oh <laughs> it you know, it feels a lot like work for something that's supposed to be fun. Um is kind of how I felt about it. But yeah. Um so um, yeah, so like you, you were. Th- is there anything else that there was from Bethesda, or was that uh,
0: the rest? Like the rest of Bethesda was a lot of a lot of PC games, a lot of that. The only really one that kind of jumped out to me that I thought looked fun and interesting was uh, Psychonauts Two. They they showed mm. off gameplay and a release date for that, and I'm I'm a sucker for a good platformer, <laughs> and like and it Psychonauts doesn't
3: look like one was a great platformer.
0: And uh, and yeah like it, it looks like more psychonauts one which mm. is 20 odd years old now so i'll just take, i'll take a cleaner psychonauts one especially if they get weird and psychedelic with it
3: absolutely absolutely god i mean psychonauts is like it's so funny because that was one of those games that was such like a you know a cult following for years and it slowly but surely got built up a following for people going, oh, but it's one of the best games that's been made from the PS2 era. And people are like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's slowly but surely it's kind of come along.
0: Uh, I think it's like it's, I think it's just Double Fine and uh, Tim Schafer as a whole has just kind of gained that, uh, has gained that kind of cult status. Mm. Uh, and then Psychonauts was just kind of the one that just kind of went with them. Uh, like listen, I'd, I'd love I'd love for the flagship of new Double Fine to be Brutal Legend, don't get me. Yeah, fair, totally fair. I think, which I think he did mention he wants to make a Brutal Legend too, but that's a whole other can of worms. Mm. I'd love that. Um, but yeah, no, the Microsoft conference, I, I think I was expecting a lot more kind of like fun third party stuff, but there wasn't a huge amount there. Uh, and this is where people kind of realized that this this E three, the conferences were. Fairly underwhelming. Uh, and that really got hammered home with the Square Enix conference, where I think people were really expecting a lot more info on Final Fantasy 16 because they've announced it. We know what's happening. Uh, there was nothing. <laughs> what they started with was 20 minutes on a, an, an admittedly good, decent looking uh guardians of the galaxy single player game but you know again looks fun you play a star lord the guardians sound funny everything looks cool uh 20 minutes of the conference was spent on this and ostensibly i saw the fr- like a protracted version of the first two hours of this game and i'm like you guys are filling for time here yeah it's <laughs> I think, with, especially after the Avengers, it's very
3: hard to be excited about mm. uh, about um, anything really, like with a Marvel property coming out of Square Enix. Um, you know, because I mean, like, Derek can also like regale us with his uh, unpleasant time with. Uh,
0: oh, and and don't get me wrong, that was they finished that twenty minutes. They had yeah. a thirty a thirty second segment where they announced the first six. Final Fights are getting ported to Steam and Mobile. And then went into more info on the Avengers game.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> you so know what? Was?
3: Was, that's, that's tone deaf. <laughs> oh.
1: Listen, listen. Don't get it. Don't even steal it. <laughs> just don't get it. Just, just leave them alone. There's, there's, leave enough them
3: alone. Ga- there's enough games out there that are worth your time that you don't <laughs> need. Steal
1: those, steal those instead.
0: Uh, and then past that, there was a lot of stuff... It was, there was a lot of stuff that I'm not too upset it was in this because it is their game. Uh, it was more information on the new Life is Strange game. It was the fact that I feel like I saw it in every second conference I was watching. <laughs> but uh, they had more info on that. But the big kind of uh, eyebrow raise from Square Enix, though, was near the end where they showed off a Final Fantasy spin-off game called Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. I'm, I'm assuming neither of you saw anything about this, right? No,
1: I'm still that either. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it is a third part, like it's a third-person action game that looks like a prequel to the original Final Fantasy One. Oh god, it looks it looks strange. It looks like a cheap PS3 game, but I think that there's kind of a there's I I. I'll pay twenty quid for it. I think that's kind of my, my, where I'm sitting with it.
1: Yeah, you know what? It sounds like a cheap PS3 game, but one that you wouldn't mind. Happen to be fair. <laughs> like this,
0: you know what? It looks like a it like it looks like it's kind of got the action of like Final Fantasy VII remake. It looks like a like a very grim dark dungeon, and at the end of the trailer, they fight Final Fantasy One Garland. The main character what. This is, it's the, actually the memes from this have been spectacular because it's a, th- it's a three person party. The two dudes on the side are very final fantasy fantasy. The dude in the middle is just wearing a t-shirt. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> it's excellent. And he says the word chaos. I about mean, seven dozen times in the trailer. Uh, no, sweet. watch the trailer for this. It's, it looks like an edgelord's fantasy. And I, again, I'm, I'd be happy to pay 20 quid for it. <laughs>
3: the only character who should be saying the word chaos that many times is either Dr. Robotnik or Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> and I refuse to believe that it
0: would be anyone else. Um, but yeah, so the Square Enix conference, I think it was like 25 minutes long. It was absolute naff. Yeah, um, that, that, that
3: doesn't sound like the strongest thing in the world.
0: <laughs> no, it was, it was awful. Um, the other, and then on top of that, yeah, because and then there was Capcom, who for the first time actually... Uh, struck out and did their own thing which is good you know Capcom have really gone pretty strength on strength in the past few years they've 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 really hammered a nice kind of niche for themselves between like all well, the Monster Hunter franchise being wildly successful obviously Resident Evil 8 and Street Fighter just owning the, the fighting game genre uh, their conference was hey remember Resident Evil 8 here's 20 minutes on a Monster Hunter and uh, rpg side story and we're finally bringing a game that's been out in japan for the past year to the west <laughs> fantastic i'm like you guys you guys ha- no sorry that was sorry not finally that because i entirely forgot the end of this conference it was 10 minutes talking about esports tournaments oh God. Um, well do you
3: know what again for for what they do what they're doing with um with Street Fighter and how much that's become a part of esports,
0: that's mm. not shocking that they would spend they would devote time to it. But it feels like that, yeah. But it feels like E3 was ever kind of about that. Like I get, like I understand that esports is huge. I'm not going to mm. understate that. But it feels like it, it has a different place. I, I feel like a yeah, lot of the people fair. watching E3 are not watching it free sports and I, th- I feel like. Uh, this is speaking from an outsider. It seems like the esports community have their own, mm. uh, their own kind of big events. So it feels like you know if they're talking about this, they'd probably be talking about this like Evo.
3: Yeah, I, I, I think, I, I think it's one of those things where I wouldn't be surprised for it to have a place, uh, like have have it be a very have its own specific conference thing for games before uh, games that will be in competitive mm. realm, but like. And not necessarily be part of any specific publisher's thing because, like, I mean, it is growing, and I definitely think that like E three is a great place to kind of is a natural place to go to Mm. expand the audience for it. But yeah, I I guess being just exclusively part of Capcom, like if Namco had their own thing and they just talked about Tekken and and then tournaments they were running for Tekken, you go like, yeah, that's great, but most of us just want to see what other games you're releasing,
0: you know. Which it is funny that you bring up Tekken because I think it is finally time for us to go to truly the most enjoyable part of this E3, which was Nintendo's conference. Starting off with uh, Kazuya from Tekken joining Smash. Oh, brilliant. Which, like, also watch the... I, I, watch watch the trailer for this because it's Kazuya throwing various Nintendo characters into a volcano. Yeah. And Dara, for the thumbnail, I, I implore you, I'll actually, I'll send you the file later to like Please. the, I'll send you the picture for this later, for like the, the promo image for this, where it is, it is Kazuya holding uh, Ryu from Street Fighter over the lip of the volcano and all the Nintendo characters in the back are losing their goddamn minds.
1: <laughs> I love it. It's so oh.
3: choice. That's amazing. Uh, it, 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 that's so good that it doesn't even make me mad that, they, that once again people disrespect <laughs> King by not putting him in more games. <laughs> King is my yeah. boy and I want him to be in more things.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it, was, it was the point where like, I think they said it and I was like, wait, what do you mean there isn't, there isn't already a Tekken fighter in Smash? <laughs> How has it been this long? There has not been one.
3: Oh, that's fantastic!
0: Um, but yeah, the t- the Nintendo conference was a was great, uh, pretty much through and through. Um, th- probably the big surprise was the announcement of Metroid Dread, the first in nineteen years, two D Metroid game. Oh
3: wow! That Ooh.
0: has come from what I understand square out of nowhere.
3: That's unreal.
0: Um, I like it. it, looks like a proper Met, like Metroid Prime. It's all like it's 3D, it 3D models, two day, 2D play, 2D gameplay. <laughs> and yeah, and like with that kind of like with that kind of spooky horror aesthetic, it's very robot y, but it looks it looks rad. Uh, like it's it seems like. Because they they mentioned at the stars that work on Prime Four is still you know ticking away, so people were expecting Prime Four announcement, and then they were like, "We've also been secretly working on this."
3: That's amazing.
0: Um, I saw um
3: one of the few memes I saw on this was like a so it, was, it was like a, it was like a Simpsons meme, but it was like a Metroid cover, like a Samus's uh, helmet covering Homer's face. Uh, Link covering uh, Brightspace saying no no one saves, uh, saves the Nintendo the Nintendo Direct except for me and maybe, and maybe the boy,
0: the boy. <laughs> <laughs> so god oh jeez I'm actually I have to nearly scroll through some of this okay yeah so because there was like there was a lot this was a pretty stacked uh, pretty stacked conference uh, we are getting a full fully uh, kitted out switch warrior wear game oh brilliant uh that looks like the old like ds games with all like the 10 second gameplay so it looks like a full warrior game with uh, also 2d with uh two player modes so that looks like that's that's uh, that's absolutely pandering to, to those crowds uh, the showstopper for me was the announcement and was the announcement gameplay trailer and uh reveal of Shin Megami Tensei 5 now being a Switch exclusive.
1: <laughs> Holy crap I
0: am so stoked about I uh if they've learned any less if they bring over any any gameplay uh, any of the game design from Persona 5 I think Atlas are could have one of the greatest RPG RPGs ever minted in Shin Megami Tensei 5. Uh it looks stellar. It looks polished. It's got the demon talking mechanic. Uh I it I'm so I'm so viscerally excited about Shin McCallum Tensei 5, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um but moving moving onward, uh there is a new Mario Party coming out at the end of the year, which I've never played a Mario Party game, but you know what? I love watching people play Mario Party. <laughs>
3: Yeah, Mario Party is great fun, and that's like the thing I'd be excited to see come up with E three. Because just go like, yeah, they you always make new ones, you know. It was I
2: think it
0: was it was one of the middle ones. It was one of the ones yeah. where I was like, oh okay, cool, we're getting yeah, we're getting one of these this year. Yeah, uh, they are porting. I know I know a lot of people are going to be excited about this one. They're porting the Wii U, uh, Fatal Frame, made in a Blackwater game to the Switch. I don't I know. There what is something so. about that game. Die-hard Fatal Frame game, uh, nerds
1: out there, so that. Oh, dude! This is this is what I wanted for years. <laughs> I love Fatal Frame. When I saw this, I was like, "Yes, it's gonna be on the PS4!" Oh my god! I love Fatal Frame. I love Fatal Frame.
2: <laughs> so
1: yes, I. It's such great news, such wonderful news. And if it's terrible. I'll be quite upset. I've, I've really heard decent good. things
0: and, and, and I've yet to see them botch a Wii U port. So like, I think, I think you're probably in for something decent.
1: Absolutely. Uh, and and not only are we getting a new Fatal Frame game, but it's very possible based on the sales. So everybody, do not steal this one, buy it, <laughs> so we can get re-releases of one to three. Come on, let's get it done.
0: Uh, we are also, in, in port News, and uh, all three Dangan Rompas are coming to the Switch in a collection, which is this. This is this is my plea to you, the listener. Play Dangan Rampa. It is, it is Edge Lord Phoenix, right? And I mean that in the best way possible. <laughs> are you sure you don't mean Edgeworth Phoenix, Wright? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. Not nearly that gay.
2: <laughs> Fair. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Truly, and, and to its detriment, to be honest. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? Is there anything? Is there anything else major before the, before, let's let's be honest, the mic drop of the entire conference? Uh, nothing terribly. Yeah, okay. I think I've covered at least kind of all the big ones. Uh, but of course, they closed out the conference leading it over to... I can never remember his name, but the the production head of Zelda, where he showed off some more Skyward Sword gameplay, because that's coming out in a month. Uh, because 35 years of Zelda, they're doing a little Game & Watch with uh, Zelda 1, 2, and the original Link's Awakening, and like a little, little collector's thing. That's cool. But... As everyone expected, they closed out the conference with a full trailer showing gameplay of Breath of the Wild 2. And I love this because this trailer leaves me with far more questions than answers. Uh, if either of you had watched the trailer, what the announcer trailer from a couple of years back, uh, it looked like where Zelda and like go into the basement and find the kind of the spooky, spooky Ganon left over. Uh, it looks like finding that spooky Ganon left over was a bad choice, uh, because now a lot of Hyrule has decided to start floating in a Sky Islands. Oh wow! Ah, uh, like it's it looks strange, and I'm loving it. I am uh,
1: interested. Yeah, and I don't really even like. Um, don't even really like Zelda games.
3: Yeah, well, the Bre- Breath of the Wild, like I'm, I've never been a fan of it. But Breath of the Wild definitely was the game was like uh, my favorite Zelda game that I've played. just because it had more elements that I really enjoyed in it.
0: And... Like you, you talked earlier about Dara and uh, not really liking a lot of kind of open world games. Zelda yep. is definitely a mold breaker in that. Yeah, by simply the like s- to to talk about Breath of the Wild. Uh, to be one of the one of the one of the one, another voice in the internet cacophony, yeah, praising Breath of the Wild. Uh, it sheer traversal in that game is fun, yeah. because right. you can mo- go anywhere, you can climb anything, you can do like
1: see, that's pretty cool.
0: Like, you, you'll, that, you'll see like compilations of people chopping down a log, hitting it with the time stop mechanic, hitting that to build the momentum, jumping on and having the, the log rocking themselves halfway across Rule. Yeah. No.
3: Like, my, I, I don't know if you'd agree with this, Kev, but like, my, the, the, the shorthand way I'd always describe it as an open world is that like, it's a perfect median point between Skyrim and uh, Shadow of the Colossus in terms of like how how it is to travel around. Like, it's it's it feels very open. You feel like it can go anywhere. But in terms of, like, features and detail of what's around, it kind of is a nice midpoint between the two of those games.
0: Yeah, I get that. You yeah, know, definitely Shadow of the classes. Like, just that... Because, mm. again, that, that, that ability to kind of climb a lot of things is really... It's such a small mechanic that you think is so obvious. Mm. But it's just so yeah. neatly done.
2: Mm.
3: And the way it does it, it does the stamina gauge in a very similar way that Shadow did it, where it has that dwindling kind of, uh, that dwindling circular bar that just mm. goes down, that goes down incrementally. It's it's very, very well done.
0: Yeah, uh, no, like obviously not to, not to think it's perfect. And obviously the game has its shortcomings. Oh, totally. But uh, yeah, no, Breath of the Wild's definitely, mm. definitely an, a, 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 an outstanding way of doing it. Of, uh, showing open-world design. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think, like, uh, the, the fear I feel like a lot of people had for a direct sequel was simply being a derivative, just doing the same thing again. And this trailer has no inclination of that <laughs> at all.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's,
3: it's... From what it sounds like, anyway, it sounds like they're, they're trying to, like, flip the script enough that you're going to go, okay, that has me curious at the very least, so... You know, and like, you know, again, if you're worried that it's going to just be a retread from the sense of it, probably won't do the same thing again, which would be brilliant because it's very, it's very easy for those kind of tricks that they had to just get very old very quickly.
0: Yeah. Uh, And again, like, you know, the the inclusion of a lot of kind of Sky Islands would include a lot of upward mobility. Mm. Uh, And just kind of some smaller details in the trailer just kind of get you really kind of chin scratching uh one of them was it looks like you had an ability that lets you kind of uh pass through solid surfaces like kind of you float up to the bottom of an island you kind of gel through it at one point so again kind of weird new powers always good and then just a the little detail that it looks like link is a lot older and scruffier at some points
2: well,
1: cool.
0: so it's, it's little things like that that like make you just kind of touch it and it's like okay what's what are you doing what's going on
1: well you know we'd have to keep an eye on it i think i might have to give it a bit of a pass uh, not like give it a not a pass but actually and rather than give it a pass actually give it a, give watch. It a try give, give it a try mm-hmm. yeah because like, usually i would straight off just be like yeah i have no interest in this but that sounds pretty cool honestly again does.
0: i think you want to watch the trailer see see what you think of it um and they've also announced that it currently is slated for a uh, 2022 release. So hopefully next year. Very cool. Which is also very exciting. I don't think, like, I think the, this is, which sounds about right. I think considering they had a lot of the assets from Breath of the Wild 1 already developed, I think, you know, just, you know, development of the kind of the story and just kind of rebuilding a couple, uh, couple of the new uh, mechanics and that, I'd mm. say, yeah, five, five, six years sounds like a good dev time. <laughs> Uh, So that's, that's, and that, uh, it was everyone. If anything, the biggest surprise was that they did not at all announce the 4K Switch Pro. Yeah. That seems excessive. Well, no, the thing is, is that they're like, this is the worst kept secret. This is, it is like they, like patents have already been pretty much done. There's been so many like shop listings in the wild. It Mm. was the one thing everyone was like, yeah, they're going to, you know, announce this and have like, Breath of All Two be like its flagship title. No, just no sign of it. Unless they have like a separate conference lined up, not too far fog in the future for us. They tend to do.
3: They tend to do those kind of things though every now hmm. and again. So I wouldn't be surprised. Like I mean, the the the, uh, the one thing that if they do if they do come out with a four K switch Pro, the number one request I would have is support for blue Bluetooth, Bluetooth headphones because. Fair. It is, it, like, it's the biggest, like, it's the biggest glaring uh, missing feature for me on the current gen switch, it is that there's no Bluetooth. Perhaps.
2: Yeah,
0: you, you you mentioned that, I think it was actually a year ago. I've been doing the about show for a, a while now, huh? Yeah, <laughs> but, no, about, about a year ago. It's still uh, a year I remember you me. mentioning in the past, uh, like, it was only after you mentioned, it was like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. How is that not? Yeah. <laughs> How is that not a feature? I was shocked when I got my Switch, and I was like, "What?
3: Like, how is this not a thing? <laughs> you know, um, especially because like they use USB. Like, I mean, they use USB C to charge the damn thing, and <laughs>
0: you know, what else has USB C? Fo- what else has USB C phones?
3: What else yeah. do phones have? Yeah, that's like, hey, in like- Yeah, it's it's a bit wild, um, you know,
1: is it bread of the wild?
3: Uh, it could be if I threw it away. It would be a Breath of the Wild then. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah. Um, so yeah, was there anything else from E3, or was that overall? That was about it because there was some notable exclusions. Uh, obviously, PlayStation, Sony have pretty much gone their own path recently, yeah. which works. To be honest, I, they, they, they have been. Sony are doing this very clever because they've been very open and clear about their first, particularly their first party uh, titles where, you know, Ratchet & Clank literally just came out. They had their own full conference a month ago for Horizon Forbidden West, which is coming out later this year. And they put up a statement saying, we know you all want God of War 2. It's in production. There's been delays with COVID. We're slating for 2022. So there's nothing... There's nothing for PlayStation to announce. Mm-hmm. So, like, they... So, that's the thing. If PlayStation were to do it, they'd have pulled a Capcom and just announced a bunch of stuff everybody already knew. So, like, I, yeah. No, I don't I don't see the point in PlayStation doing a conference if they don't need to. So I'm actually... I'm, I'm happy with that, to be honest. I'm not looking for them. Uh, okay, cool. And EA just skipped it because... They didn't want to. Yeah. Because they were ignoring the fact that they have to talk about Dragon Age 4, and they're not talking about Dragon Age 4. Nobody else no, Just, just me? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just
2: you.
3: <laughs> I, I, I don't care enough about Dragon Age. I've been burned by it too much in the past.
1: Yeah, I- that's the thing. I just don't care anymore.
0: I, again, just... Staying ninety hours in, I'm like, yeah, oh okay, yeah, no, get totally. it, pump it into my veins. That's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. So as I said, so outside of the outside of Nintendo and Devolver, yeah, not a great E3. I mean, that, that's I, I, of... shouldn't, yeah, that's... I shouldn't. Yeah, I should. I I really shouldn't be excited about it anymore. I mean, that's like, I,
3: like not being like not being funny, but like, I mean, I feel like that's been the story for the last four e3s if not more i just feel like a lot of the, like i feel like a lot of the um a lot of the big publishers and uh, have just really checked out you know um from from announcing stuff and having stuff having stuff to actually show at e3 yeah um over the last few years like i mean yeah. I, like, I can't think of a way to finish that point, but basically like, yeah, it's just, I find it, I find that like, it's, it's become not like more lackluster, but like, it seems like they care less about it. So it makes it harder for me to
1: care about it as a consumer, if that makes sense. Yeah, you see, that's it, where that's where I am too. I'm like, oh, Alright, guys, gonna have to leave it there. Um, thanks very much for everyone who's listening on Phoenix92.5 FM. We do appreciate it. Um, but if you want to get the rest of this show, go over to Nairtinomedia.com. What are you waiting for? Go right now. Nairtinomedia.com is where you can find the rest of the show. Countless shows. We have shows pretty much on everything. It's where you're gonna find them first. Tons of wrestling shows, nerd shows, everything that you could possibly want is over on Know Media right now. NerdtownMedia.com, of course, if you would rather the, the visual video version. Nerd to know Media on YouTube. We're not hard to find at all. So we we'll see you next time here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. Check out the Wrestling Rewind here on Phoenix 92.5 FM every Tuesday at 8 pm to 9 pm, and of course over on NerdToKnowMedia.com, the only wrestling podcast by wrestling fans who don't hate wrestling. We'll see you then.
0: Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.
2: Welcome Overtime here on Nerd to No Media.
1: You know, it's like it, there would be a time when I, I think what really turned me off this whole thing, other than Watch Dogs and Cyberpunk, mm. was I remember th- when we made the thing, we as and my old friends, uh, we would, when we used to work in the shop, we'd sit there and we'd, you know, obsess over this kind of stuff. And then we did the, you know, the whole thing where we watched not E3, but it was the announcement of the Xbox. Mm and after that i was like yeah n- never again you know i was just like not ever
2: again mm.
1: and it was just it was just the the disappointment was just so you know uh, like even if you're a fan of it it's just it's so hard to not get disappointed by the whole thing now you know it's just like mm. uh, there's nothing that has delivered to, and i think it's the same with all the cons you know the star wars one and D twenty two or whatever they call it and you know all that Disney crap. Even Comic Con, like, you know, it's 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 becoming less and less of a see now.
3: Do you feel do you feel like it's just become um, so corporate that there's a lot there's just a lack of fun?
1: Don't get me wrong. Look, there's nothing wrong with corporate and there's nothing wrong with capitalism, but there is a problem when that is the whole point of it. You know, like with games at the end of the day, and this is the problem with games in particular. On the one hand, you have... Well, it's, it's threefold. On the one hand, it's people screaming up being offended and wanting things in it for no reason. Two, it's corporations wanting to make money. And then three, it's a result of those other two things that they're not willing to take risks anymore. Like, for example, the PlayStation 2, there's some terrible games on the PlayStation 2. There's mm. some amazing games on the PlayStation 2. And then there's some middle-tier games Mm. on the ps2 and that's what we don't Mm. have anymore we don't have those games sorry bren i will let Mm. you jump in in a second but it's those it's those mid-tier games the ones that you you pick up for 30 euro and are amazing and then get a sequel and it's even better but it's on a risky topic or it's on a weird topic or it's you know and we just don't have those anymore And the Mm. fact we don't have those now there's nothing to really kind of get that that groundswell under you know and i think that's what it is like there's no new franchise everything's a a se- c it's like movies everything is a sequel everything is a remake there- there's nothing new and that's what i think is missing and it's because of the reasons that i outlined other reasons that i may may have uh, missed over sorry bring don't yeah. jump in there
3: sorry um so what i was gonna say was like you know when it came to like the P- like i mean the ps2 era i was always kind of hold up as being like the best era for games purely because like you know yeah for every Silent Hill 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, Shadow of the Colossus you would have four you would have like you had like the you'd also have the Onimusha series and you would have uh you would have like the the great work that Tekken did the great work that the great Street Fighter games that came out that generation you had um like the suffering was in that generation there was like you know I'm trying to think of what, but like there's just such a variance and a vibrance of it. Like to be able to go. That's from it. Go, it's,
1: it's it's such a, th- such a vibrant atmosphere. and I would mm. say the Xbox 360 as well mm. would would hack onto that. That's that the, for me. The Xbox 360 is the last great generation of gaming.
2: Yeah, um,
1: I, for the same reason.
3: Yeah, I think I think like even by then the stink started to come through because like it did. that generation it did, yeah. was marred by Call of Duty dominating everything near the know? end. Yeah, near the, the end. end. Well, I mean, the Call of Duty ran from PS2 era into it from the tail end PS2, so like yeah, but it was pretty through line.
1: Um, still though, you know, like it, I, it wasn't not, until
3: I'm not saying there weren't great games in the, in that era, but it was. The, the, the stink was starting to come through with oh absolutely like and, we need
1: and that's it you know but this is it by the end of the the Xbox 360 life cycle mm. that's when you just got absolute death yeah. like look, again I've Dead Space look,
3: three for yeah for, for what happened yeah. at the end of that, that
1: generation you know I but, remember going to the ambassador mm. to go visit to go see and play the Xbox One Mm. in a special event that my friend got tickets to, and we were you know they're big xbox guys still and um i just remember going this is terrible like this there's nothing good here and look i know it's kind of fair for some people to be like but look how can you judge launch games fair but i mean like the console was terrible everything about it was bad the games were
3: bland the climate it came out in was terrible yeah it's because, terrible. because was... they were saying that they didn't want people to be able to share games with their friends,
0: yeah. Like, oh, that was that was that was a bad take and a bad time.
3: Like, yeah, I mean, but I mean, uh, again, like, because I mean, like that was, like again, it's one of those things where like, I don't, I don't think that like, I I think anti-consumer practices on that level are always going to be met are always going to be met with like um with outrage because it's always like, hang on a second, so you want me to spend north of 500 quid for this games console and i can't share my games with my i can't share my games with my friends yeah how much money do you need you know
1: like that's it you know look i'm all for people making a book and getting paid for their money but getting paid for their work yeah. but right. at the end of the day it's like how much money do you want and it's not mm. even good like that's it you could buy, like you could buy the the PlayStation Pro the best version with all the bells and whistles blah blah and you're still left with terrible games. You're like, right. I just want a good game. Just give me one. Yeah, <laughs> just one. I, I,
0: for a start, I, if I can remind you all of the the wonderful PlayStation campaign that absolutely got handed oh, a, a marketing yeah. strategy of like how to how, how to share games to friends on PlayStation. Here you go. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that was it. Well, you know? Yeah. No. Like since Layout. since the since but, like since HD really, I think like kind of HD was also like kind of the watermark as to when games became this very. Triple A dichotomy and up, like, where mid-range just got cut entirely. Mm. Uh, I think, like, if you're looking for that weird creatives, there's still the indie scene. I think, like, I I, I feel uh, like that,
1: that's but, all I are mentioning is... But, what, but one thing, Kev, like, I, mean, I knew you were going to bring that up, and fair, like, it's a fair point. But what I mean is, like, PlayStation won this generation by default almost. They won because they weren't Sony. They, 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 sorry, they weren't Microsoft. They're like, oh! Okay, we're, you're, you're not, we're going to do this. And what I mean is, like, the indie scene is great. And there are, and I look, I like Super Meat Boy, um, Binding Rise, actually, really fun. There's some fantastic little uh, Bullet Hell games and stuff that I do enjoy. But what I mean is, an indie game on a digital release is not the same as a mid tier box release copy that you're going to pick up in a shop, where mm-hmm. you have that relationship with the game. And I it, you know, the most relationship I've had with an indie, with an indie game would be on Steam. But it, it hasn't left that impact. I don't have that relationship that I would have with a box copy of even something random on the Xbox three sixty. Um, you know, and, and that's what I think we missed. There's no there's yeah. no pomp and ceremony about it, you know. Yeah, like for example,
0: there, but that uh, like that entire sorry for cutting across you there. No, no, it's okay. I like That, right, thanks that, for that you entire <laughs> uh, landscape of buying games had is not is completely different to what it was back then. Yes. Like to the point where game shops are not the same things they were back when the PS2 era. Walking into a GameStop, it's you're not getting the same things. Like, not to mention all the tash they have for sale. Uh, yeah. Like, unless you want an oddity, uh, the only way you're going to get that is maybe rummaging through the bargain bins. Uh,
2: I and mean, like, see, and that's and it. Even,
3: even <sighs> then, having, speaking as a former GameStop employee, like even in the bargain bins, good luck to you because more often than not... It's garbage. It's just, but it's not even that it's garbage. It's just that it's like... It's just, you know, pre-owned copies of the AAA titles that they're selling yeah. for... That they're selling for... in If they're brand new, slightly more money. Like, yeah, you know...
1: It's, like, that's it, you know, e- even if you want that experience, you're not going to get it. And I know people say, oh, you're just old. Um. Maybe. But I'm not wrong. <laughs> so... So, you know... But-
0: yeah, what I'm saying is the landscape has entirely changed. Um, so, like, I for just the worse,
1: think... <laughs> for the worse. Where, yeah, you, know, you like... kind
0: of can't. Uh, but, uh, like, I think I can really kind of speak on my experience in that I is with. I suppose, like, the best game, the best game I played in the past year was Hades. Obviously, that yeah, that's skyrocketed far beyond any indie game has been in the and past you know, while.
1: And you know what, Kev, you were spot on on that. I played it. I really enjoyed it. It's a phenomenal game. Now. Imagine if that came out across all platforms in a box copy as a small little release that exploded where people could have that experience with it rather than just being digital oddity. That's what I mean. You know, that would be something that you would be able to tell people or discover it yourself. And you just don't get that anymore. There's something missing. The soul of video gaming is gone because of Greed that isn't needed. Mm. You know, listen, a video game does not need to cost 100 million to get made. I don't care how good the graphics look. That's not important. Look at Star Okay, here we go. <laughs> look at Star Wars, F- Fallen Temple, Jedi, whatever that good, absolute muck was called. It looked amazing. Worst game i ever played.
2: Mm.
1: I, I, Worst I've... game I've ever played. I will still play um, games 15 years ago that look like ass, because they're amazing,
2: yeah,
1: and that just shows you it. it's but, uh, it, it's frustrating. As
3: also as a fun aside, the the highest rated wrestling game on the Nintendo Switch is developed by one person, yeah, and, and costs twenty and costs twenty euro to buy. It looks you go. like it looks like ass, but yeah. it is there you go. But it, 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 it like says it something. Matter. It says something about how bad the, the WWE games are that have been ported to the Switch that this one's the, the highest rated wrestling game right now um, it, okay
0: okay uh, with you know, with that obviously with with us somehow naturally falling back into the there to no brand of Star Wars and wrestling yeah. uh, we have <laughs> to I think we, we have to currently end it there for those that. of you listening on Phoenix 92.5 FM uh, we are going to though continue the talk uh, with also some salacious stories. Absolutely. Uh, this is In Nerd to Know Nerd Media. To know after, after Dark. After dark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> please check us out on YouTube uh, to get the rest of this stream. Uh, but for now, this is goodbye.
2: Welcome to Nerd to No Media After Dark
0: uh but yes we're back like, <laughs> we're back hello we're back hello everybody
1: welcome um, to nerd to know media After dark.
3: I, I never uh, pressed. that's what we call this the, section. the overdrive just, yeah. yeah
1: okay 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 i'll do that
0: uh so we're gonna like it, do okay i suppose before before we veer right off a cliff and yeah. um, like because this that would be okay hold up. on hold on hold on we need to be responsible any, yeah. do we have any theater? yeah
1: exactly Hold on, before before we, listeners with kids, yeah, <laughs> get them out of the room. <laughs> they yeah. don't need to hear this. So yeah, we need to be responsible. We're a Christian yeah. show here.
0: Yeah,
3: like it, it, <laughs> we need it, um, to be
1: responsible here.
3: I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of like a good a good kind of barometer for this. So like, if um, if if you, if you if you're watching any kind of film with your child and something raunchy happens and you feel the need to either get them out of the room or put a slipper up. It's time to turn off the episode. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like, look, here's the thing. What we're going to talk about, you don't want your kids to be repeating randomly, which (laughs) they will. Or asking questions about what we're going to talk about. So, yes. And also, if you're easily offended, please, you know, thank you for joining us. Go over and listen to one of other fine shows over on Nerds.com Media. But we are going to get into this. Full bore. So, I think that's fair warning, guys. I think
3: that's fair, fair, very fair. I think that's more than fair warning.
0: (laughs) So, uh, yeah. so who, yeah, Bryn, please yeah. Uh, please lead us in. Yeah, so ease us in. Right. So <laughs>
3: there was, a, there was a, um, a controversy, I think we'll call it. Uh, a
0: controversy that, with DC?
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah with DC. Oh, of her, who, would have known, no. who would have guessed? It was an interesting <laughs> one, though. So like for people who don't know, they have a, uh, an adult orientated uh, Harley Quinn show
1: do where it was
3: revealed recently that they uh that they uh, they had a little scene uh cut out of it where um there was um there was an intimate moment between uh i don't know why i'm being so pc about this batman
1: <laughs> batman can't eat pussy that's
3: yeah basically that's yeah. that's
1: where we're sitting yeah. this is this is dc officially officially yeah. by dc yeah. standard yeah. which is yeah but oh, my, look, my, look.
3: my my favorite thing is that they're saying like that's not what heroes do, and you know what? <laughs> from from my experience women, I don't know about the the view guys, but from my experience of women, if you do it well to those women, you absolutely are a hero at that moment. So okay. it's like, it, it like, it's like, like, let's,
1: it's like have us, you people have you people ever talked to
0: a woman? Let us let us <laughs> because not,
1: that's, of course, that's the not, opposite of what they would say.
0: Let's let's of course not just like completely uh, understand the fact that we are three white dudes talking about this. Yeah. Just, just put that barometer on, right? quick. Yeah. But yeah, no, heroes don't, it's such it's such a weird line. Yeah. Especially, <laughs> like, especially considering in, like, we were talking about So, hold on, next so hold on,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on, right, hold on. So are heroes selfish in bed? Is that what we're supposed to tell back? Is, is, that, it's, is that the DC line? That, it's that's like, the okay, true line. mark of a hero. Yeah. That is, yeah. Oh, apparently, okay. uh,
3: apparently, you know.
1: I, I uh, you know what? I, I never thought about that. I never thought we we would be. Uh, I, I, I always assumed it was the opposite. Can we just, you know, yeah, whatever?
3: I, but... I, I, I would have thought it was the opposite, you know. But like,
1: yeah, have... you know, DC,
0: DC tells us wrong. Yeah, <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, yeah I think like, this was a it, it, it's it
0: a mistake. It's such a mistake. It's such a strange line because it was. Bryn mentioned this uh, off camera that in the same show they very much. Uh, they are constantly alluding to the to a joke to the fact that Batman has sex with bats in yeah. the same show. Yeah. Yeah. Like so I, the idea of a sexual Batman yeah. does not seem to be off the table. No, but, but like you know,
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate what I said off, uh, off the air because I feel like a bear's repeating. So DC is totally fine with alluding to their to their uh child-friendly superhero Batman. Uh, committing uh, committing bestiality with bats which in certain parts of the world is illegal because apparently that needs to be made illegal in places um, <laughs> you know and, oh so
1: many questions and
3: then on the other hand they're against him they're against him doing a very normal sexual act it, it puzzles Cons- the wit, mind. Wit,
0: wit, of, wit a
3: consent. very, a wit very consent. normal consensual, it's, selfless exactly. sexual act. It, exactly. It's, it's, it's one of the weirdest specific things they've said is wrong with it. With uh, the one of the weirdest thing, specific things they've said that Batman doesn't do like, uh, like that book where it said where he said that like uh, he hates rock music because it helped get his parents <laughs> get killed. And you're like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, a book where Batman, Batman hates rock music.
1: <laughs> listen like, you know what right you know when people say things like are comics still a thing and yeah. you're puzzled by this Yeah, I can understand that's the kind of stuff but with this show specifically I haven't seen it right well, Oh, no, and I lie I've seen I've watched one or two episodes of it and it's garbage here but I'm like you know it's not offensive well no it is you know what I mean but it, to me it's not I don't really care you know your woman from that show
3: Kaylee Quaco
1: that's the one she's in it and i'm like all right there you are look at you um and i'm like okay it's just harley quinn being harley quinn doing the margot yeah. robbie thing I, at no point did i sit there and go and batman needs to get down Co- or consequently i'm like gee i wonder what batman's pre- preference on this is it's like <laughs> what why like you no. Know, to be fair this is not the first time that we've seen Batman get down. You know, he obviously the, the killing joke thing he quite explicitly did. Uh, Nightwing is always getting down, yeah. But it's like, so what is Batman a monk? He's not a Jedi, even Jedi's got some, you know. Come on, mm. it's yeah, guarantee a Ben, guarantee a Ben Canelby's gonna be doing all the writing <laughs> in, in, in the TV show, absolutely.
3: Like, it's just it, it's very weird, it's very, it's a very weird take, a
2: take,
1: away it's from. a weird take. It's a weird thing So hold on I haven't watched the show
2: Yeah
1: I'm assuming Harley does stuff In the show right Like Oh people No yeah. many Many
0: many, several people <laughs> In, in the show down. Fuck people, people get down Yeah
1: but like But are, are they Are they doing The equivalent To each other On the show That's what I'm wondering <laughs> it, And I'm like yeah. Is, is it so Is like, it so left field So okay For For reference Deadpool In his movie Has all the sex Everything is alluded to Everything is referenced.
3: Yeah. I would say so, things, go, things go to that detail. There's nothing so explicit. And even then, from what we know, we just know the scene was cut. So we don't even know how graphic or whatever it was.
1: To be finished, fair, though, like, you know, I, who? Okay. The, okay, as a funny cut-off joke or whatever. Yeah. Fair. And it wouldn't even have to be Batman. It could just be like, okay, fair enough. If they are dressed up as the costumes or whatever. Yeah. Fair enough. That could be kind of weird. But if they're just, like, remember, they're supposed to be married as well at a certain point. So it's like, what, married people don't do stuff like that? Yeah. So like, they uh, could do it, but
0: but then again, they, it's like... They are, not, they are not married in this canon. Uh,
1: uh, just, yeah, hold on. But this is what I mean, like, in DC canon, they yeah. sometimes are. Yeah. So it's just like, is it this specific DC world you're talking about? Is it elsewhere? Like, it's this whole kind of worms thing where it's like, it's such a weird line to make. They've done weirder things. You know, they have it. They have kids in different continuities. So mm. what, Batman? Just you know, uh, it, look, it's it's super weird. It's super crazy. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense to me. People are getting upset about it. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I see that like, uh, again. You know,
3: like you say, people are getting upset about it. The only people who are getting upset about it are DC Comics. Everyone else is having an absolute whale of a I, time with this.
0: I can't be mad at this. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm not like, mad about
3: it. I'm so
1: confused. I just, I'm like, like, what a weird hill to die on. Okay.
3: Yeah, you know? yeah that's that's, like, that's pretty much where the internet's at with It's like, this is a very strange place.
1: Hey, hey, to, hey DC, why though? Yeah, it's like, why? <laughs> what do you... Like, again, DC, talk to a cis woman. Yeah. Seriously, just... Do it one time. You'll, yeah. you'll understand. You know, like you know, it, it's wild, man. It's wild. Like you know, I, I, for the life of me, I can't think. You know what? Yeah, we're gonna go with that. I, like, I, mean, there's, there's, I guarantee there wasn't one woman in the room when they came up with that. Oh as well. no, God, no. guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> just... No, certainly not. I'm, I'm sure. I'm or sure someone that, I'm who I'm, has talked to a woman I'm, recently. I'm, I'm, you I'm know,
3: sure, I'm sure in DC Comics they have at least one woman on
1: payroll. Like, and they couldn't sure go up to yeah. her go, here look Yeah her name is Margot this, yeah.
0: Robbie And she's busy filming with James Gunn
1: That's true <laughs> Man look This look here You know uh, uh, This is like You pull up the chair You know And you sit backwards on it yeah. You're like okay DC right? You did wrong Maybe <laughs> Yeah exactly Maybe is, you is just this kind where, of, you know. Is
3: this where you do the, the Captain America thing And go so You've made
1: a stupid <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. statement <laughs> So you've made a stupid statement And that's kind of the thing It's just like you know Uh, for a company that pushes a lot of things like they did a you know you would think they would be a bit more aware of what they say yeah and this is what comes back uh, but this is it comes back to like the pandering thing that companies mm -hmm. do and you're like okay so you'll pander but you won't actually be aware of why you're pandering you won't be Mm -hmm. aware of what you're doing what you're committing to and it shows the hypocrisy with certain things okay we're going to release a pride comic book Right on. But you're going to promote selfish sexual practices. Yeah. Okay. And, and, while, while promoting beast, while inferring bestiality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What the fuck, DC? Pick a, pick a side. <laughs> it's like pick a consistency. Yep. No sense. And, no and, sense.
3: And yeah. And like, you know. I mean, I like it's the thing I just keep going back to because I'm all have ever since I saw it, I've been shocked about it. I know I didn't talk about it on the show, but I just didn't want to because I hated it. But I, have either of you seen the Harley Quinn, the uh, the Batman Harley Quinn movie? No, don't. It's terrible. But for the context of this, it has a really interesting thing of something that DC didn't disavow, which is where oh Harley- they bang in
1: that, don't they? They, har- they that. They? Harley
3: has Nightwing tied up. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and then they have sex, and the you know.
1: It, they have rough like, sex.
3: They do. Yeah, it's and it's it's a fair yeah. It's very like I mean, again, it's bonded sex, and yeah, you know, I mean,
0: it's it's, Wait. it's also yeah,
1: consensual,
0: yeah. non-consensual.
1: Well, it's it, look, it's it's Harley, so it probably wasn't, but then it was, then it wasn't. You know, uh, it's, I, it, it's, I don't, it's, I don't feel like
0: there's this much gray area. I feel like this is a yes or no question.
1: <laughs> I don't know. They, that's that. That's that's how they infer it because Nightwing it, is there, it, and obviously he's. It's, yeah, it's, it's after it's, everything has been done. So
3: yeah, it's not um, it's not super clear. And they yeah, again, they do this weird thing where because they've they've really they've really in the last like ten years they've really made it very very clear that Dick Grayson fucks and he a lot. gets around. Yeah. Hey, listen, so you know it, what?
0: That's 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 a, that's campaign I can get behind. That's yeah, so, <laughs> Dick
2: Grayson. But, but because oh, but
3: because of that, it really infers that like you know. Dick comes around to wanting it, which is just yeah. a really bad. <laughs> see that? <laughs> see, no, see
1: no? See that? That's exactly what I was getting at, right? Yeah. It's inferred that it wasn't,
2: yeah. but then
1: it, it's inferred that he came around to it, and you're like,
2: uh,
1: "What yeah. DC? Yeah, Yeah, what? Like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, what?
0: That's uh, kind of put me down for one. Yikes!
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's what I mean. There's no consistency. Do you, do it's like, listen, all
3: capitals are just the one.
0: Uh, no, all caps Put me down for an extra exclamation point as well Yeah, okay.
1: You know, I, and it's just and Within the same it, Look, as I said, trying to find consistency In this kind of stuff is very difficult yeah. This is why you either Write people as human mm-hmm. Or you do a pandering thing And you, you write them off as being Sexless, whatever, right And that's what, that it, it kind of makes sense That that's yeah. why they didn't do this for years, right Mm. but now that they're trying to infuse it with like in some cases hypersexualization. and look i'm not a prude whatever you know we all do what we do but yeah. what i mean is like when you don't write them as people and you take a weird line there was no way for this to yeah. not come off as weird yeah you know like, like
3: i mean the, the only the yeah. only character that i can think of where i would like where they could be like they could come away from it going oh he doesn't do Oral as Superman, and that's because like Superman could go well if he, if he breeds wrong, that's a yeah. problem. You know, so well, hold on. Yeah. super.
1: Super. Look, hold on, no, the only one that's Superman look Superman can have sex with anyone who isn't Wonder Woman. Yeah, because he blow. You know, because of the and, whole. And,
3: and even in even then,
1: <laughs> like yeah, and even then it's like yeah, he, he might blow a hole and they're Like no, 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 no. That's he, the thing.
0: He he can have sex only if he is lying down entirely still.
1: Yeah, or using a, or, or a kryptonite you using condom like in the yeah, old articles, you know. Yeah. yeah. But he's like not, um, still
3: He's not the one who could be doing the, the work. <laughs> yeah. You know.
1: You know, it's like it, it's very, very specific, but that makes sense. Like Batman is just a dude. Yeah. Just a guy. A yeah. normal guy who has money and does loads of setups. That's about yeah. it. Oh
0: well that's why he doesn't that's why he doesn't perform all sex. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Normal guy, a lot of setups with money. That's it. That tracks, right? Uh, Okay, fair, fair. But (laughs) considering the fact that, because it's just, I don't know. I think the relationship that he would have with Catwoman, yeah, it would be a bit more nuanced because she wouldn't take shit. She's like, hey man, what the fuck? You know, it's just like, it's not a character, like you know, it doesn't make any sense.
3: But as well, like with how they've drawn Catwoman, no pun intended, like. She's always had, like, a very sexual energy to her anyway. Yeah. So, like, I, and because she's, like, a very self, self-assured, self self-confident person,
2: I'd fully Absolutely. expect
3: her to be, like, no, 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 no. You're contributing to to my enjoyment as much as I contribute to yours. That's exactly you know?
1: the reading that I always had with their relationship. Yeah. I always saw it as a 100% mutual thing. mm and that's why it worked.
3: Yeah. It's the fact that... It's, it's, it's the Gomez-Morticia dynamic, you know?
1: Exactly. It, it's like, hey, look, we're equals in everything. Yeah. And we work because they, we value each other in that way. It's actually a very healthy relationship in a lot of ways when you really break it down.
3: Yeah. But... It's, it's why Gomez-Morticia are the official... Uh, uh, should be the official couple goals for everyone, you know?
1: Absolutely not harley quinn and the joker no <laughs> which makes no sense it's like it yeah. is, you know, you know. It's here's the thing yikes. yeah exactly here's the thing if this had been a scene between harley quinn and the joker absolutely i would 100 buy that yeah. you know um but batman i don't i'm like nah it, or 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 if it was batman with talia if it was batman with harley batman with uh, poison ivy anyone book Catwoman. No, like yeah, their... I, Ivy wouldn't take shit either. Let's be real. Nah, yeah, yeah. she wouldn't. She wasn't. But it hasn't been set up in the same way as Camelot. There's yeah. too much there. It's just. It's weird. It doesn't make sense. It comes off as a strangely not mis- not, not misogynistic because it's starts that strong. Just weird. Yeah. Just fucking weird, man. It's It's, a, it's something again, I didn't want to think it's about. It's, it's,
3: again, it's the <laughs> phrase, it's the phrasing of like it's not something heroes do. It just yeah. Oh, it, that's it,
1: the bit that gets me. I'm like.
0: It's good. That's gonna be. That's gonna be taken up free range in my head you. for a long te- time. Yeah, Heroes tell you what, right. don't do
1: that. Uh, okay. So, so here, here, here's what you. Do. And here, here's my Advice to people in DC. So, uh, men in DC who are yeah. uh, straight men in DC who are on the board, say that to your wife.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and see what
1: happens. Yeah. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> Yeah. Like, uh, uh, you know, we, we will not be held responsible for you sleeping on the couch or getting no sex for a very long time. So enjoy.
2: <laughs> yeah. No,
0: that's that's entirely your responsibility. Uh, enjoy,
1: unit. enjoy. Just, uh, yeah, just use the one, see how it feels, you know, and then yeah, yeah you'll find out how wrong you were. Explain
0: <laughs> well, to them.
3: Explain I, to them why you have that attitude, because.
1: Uh, <laughs> curious out of they'll be,
0: they'll love to hear
3: it. Um, yeah, absolutely. I absolutely. think
0: that about wraps up our nerd to no basis.
1: Yeah, no, 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 no. no, no there oh. is one
3: other topic that we forgot to do on the main show because we didn't get time to it. Uh, we were going to talk about Loki.
1: Uh, we'll save it. We'll save it. Yeah. We'll do a double barrel next week. Yeah. We'll, do, we'll do, do, do a double barrel next week. So here's what we're going to do with Loki, right? We're going to, because we tape on a Wednesday, a lot of us can't get to watch the show on Wednesday. All right. Yeah. So we're going to do it like a week back. So next week, we're going to do the first two episodes and then we'll do it, you know, yeah, a, a week out. So that's how we're going to do it. Because so you do want to get into it, it's a great show. It's show in and of itself. But that's the way we're going to do it. So we're going to do a double brow next week. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds all good. right. So uh, let's take a home. Guys, if you haven't, you obviously have. Learn to Know Media. Subscribe. Get all the shows. Super fun.
0: You're already here. You're on the After Dark show. Just, just yeah. go there. Just hit that. Just hit that subscribe button. We're all, we're all friends here. It's fine.
1: there yeah. <laughs> And know? if you want to, e- if you want to email us, you can at NerdsNoMedia, uh, NerdsNoMedia at gmail and also uh, tweet Bryn yeah. Email us. It- tweet, <laughs> tweet,
0: tweet, tweet Brain. Email
1: us. Tell us what heroes do do. Yeah. Exactly. I'll tell you. At I'll I'll tell you. I'll, I'll uh, 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 everything.
3: I'll tell you this. If you at me, it's what heroes do.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Um, yeah, so let's. Uh, that's it for this week, then I think. Absolutely. All
2: right.
0: Okay, everybody. Bye
1: bye. Bye bye.
2: Thank you for listening to a nerd to know media production.